Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find a Way podcast with Dusty. Thanks for tuning in. I believe this is episode 85. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit more of a uh, structured recommendation um, instead of uh, speaking openly about the journey. Um, I, I want to talk about food scales and I want to talk about the importance of food scales and measuring your food. It's something that I've had a very difficult, difficult time doing, but when I was uh, doing it and when I do do it, it's beneficial to the journey and I know it's something that my wife is very strict at so the utilization of food skills is very very important on the journey and I just want to kind of talk through that some recommendations Uh, my wife is a a real strict user of it so I've noticed the benefits uh, of it and just three common kind of areas to be concerned with when it comes to measuring your food so the food measurement the reason for it is When we're given our caloric goal for the day, caloric goal for the week, that's the goal that we need to reach. It's not something that we should short, um, shortcome or come short of an expectant of losing more weight. You know, if you're given 1900 calories to lose a pound a week, uh, however your structure is to lose weight, um, shortcoming your caloric goal isn't just going to mean, oh, I'm going to lose more weight. I'm, I'm glad I'm under your body needs that. Your body needs that caloric amount so that way it processes and goes through the motions of feeling that it's in a good place to release weight, uh, but also to keep you at a stable homeostasis. And I've talked about that before, but you know, getting to your goal is going to be really important. Now, here's where I guess the problem comes in is that there are certain foods And there are certain things that we will eat that will be expected to be lower, but are actually very, very high. So if you're given your 1900 uh, calorie goal for your uh, day-to-day intake and, you know, maybe you're not noticing the scale moving the way you want it to, or maybe uh, over the scale of six months, things haven't happened the way you thought they were going to happen in regards to the scale. And I've always talked about taking expectations off just because you'll you'll get let down. Um, I had some expectations for uh, for work and and for a certain work process, and um, you know I found out recently kind of a, a different change to it, and it, I, I just it kind of took the wind out of me. I almost like felt like it popped my balloon, and you know immediately I'm like, well, I expected this, this, and this, and that, that's probably where my problem was. I was expecting too much, and I got let down and got discouraged from it. So. You know, going into it with um, an expectation of weight loss, it's understandable to to hold back on that. But if you're really noticing a trend of, of you know what, the, the scale isn't moving or, you know, I'm not, the, the clothes aren't feeling looser, there might be some hidden calories, hidden areas where, where calories are getting in that we need to be very mindful of. And that's why a food scale and measuring your food is important. Now, I'm not talking about, say, the long-term. It doesn't have to be long-term. I know some of us tracking long-term isn't something that we can do. Um, there are things long-term that are just so um, um, what, what particular that it just doesn't suit what would last or what would allow us to last the longevity of this journey. Like I couldn't do this for four years and so I'm not gonna do it at all. And so that's where if you're approaching it with that mindset, approach it in a way of, hey, I'm gonna do this for just 
a moment or I'm, I'm going to do this just for certain foods to see and to measure and to gauge you know, where I'm at and, and how this food impacts me and how it uh, affects me. So here are a couple recommendations. I said three and it may be more, but well, one of the very first things you should be measuring if you have this in your diet is nuts. So cashews, almonds, um, pecans, any kind of nut, measuring it ahead of time or utilizing, and there's a lot of good posts on Instagram, which I've noticed, it says what 100 calorie in nuts looks like. And they have different um, indications of what 100 calories looks like when it comes to nuts. And I think with cashews, you can have like four or five. And then like, um, I think it's pistachios, a little bit more. It ranges for sure, but you know, measuring nuts and knowing how many calories is in nuts and visualizing it. That, that's where it's really going to be effective and impactful if you can't uh, say track or don't want to measure on a day-to-day basis. I'm not someone that does. I'm not someone that measures all the time, but I have measured to understand, the engage where the calories are coming from or how much a serving is. And, you know, getting a perspective on how much a serving is, is really helpful because some of these boxes will say, Hey, you know, we're 150, we're 200 calories. It's like, okay, great. How many servings are in what I'm eating? Oh, three servings. Okay. So if I can easily eat through this box or through this bag, I'm not having 150 calories. I'm having a hundred, I'm having what, 450 calories. Like that, that's a real big difference. That's what uh, you'll look at uh, pork rinds and they'll say 110 calories for a serving, but there's eight servings in a bag. And I don't know about you, but they're flaky and easy to get through. So I can get through a whole bag just like that. And so 800 calories just like that. So there's another one right there, pork rinds. Any kind of fat-based food. So when you have your high-fat meat, when you have your uh, your pork rinds, measuring that and understanding what a serving is versus what 100 or 200 calories is. So th- this is kind of a good way to, to think about it. If you can have 1,600 calories, let's use this as an example. You can have 1,600 calories. And um, you that, that means uh, you can have 400 calories. So that's a big meal. That's a good, decent-sized meal. You can have uh, 400 calories, and I just opened my window because it's foggy, but I'm realizing that I have to speak a little bit louder for the podcast, so when I'm pulling into the parking lot of the gym, it sounds like I'm yelling about... (laughs) All right, um, the the special funness of... of Find a way. Find a way to record a podcast. The gym is really busy. Everyone's here today. Um, But, I mean, here, let's go back to the the measuring uh, standpoint. So, if you can have... 1600 so you take 400 calories as a big meal and times that by three so you have your three big meals so then now you take the three big meals and say you know what i've got 1200 calories that i've eaten or i've consumed but now i need to get through um uh the 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 remaining 400 so can you do or do you want to do um you know four snacks at 100 calories or would you rather do um, two snacks at 200 calories? So this is where you kind of get the measurements coming and this is why the food scale is important. You start measuring and seeing what is um, 200 calories, what's 100 calories? You know, what can I feel uh, fit in my day-to-day uh, regimen as far as a, um, 
you know, my caloric goal. So if you uh, have, you know, say some cashews and you're like, you know what, I'm going to um, have uh, 100 calories of cashews. It's like, okay, well, do you know how much 100 calories of cashews looks like and how much that actually is? And, and measuring and working in accordance to what is going to work with your 1600 calorie goal. Again, your goal may be higher, it may be lower. Again, I think I'm yelling when I open the door. Um, your goal may be higher, it may be lower. You know, whatever the case is, your goal has to be your goal, not shortchanged, not over it, but it's got to be your goal. It's got to be what you achieve and what you get. Um, really every single day or over the span of a week. That's why, you know, perfection isn't something that you've got to have like, oh, I've got to be perfect. No, look at, oh, look at, uh, look at it over the course of a week. So if you can have your certain amount of calories over the course of a week and you mess up one day or two days, but then you're say a little bit shorter on other days, this is where it comes into the overall success of the journey comes down to your overall over a prolonged period of time success. So if you over the course of six weeks are at a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. So with that, planning accordingly with the food scale is gonna be important. So measuring your nuts, uh, measuring the pork rinds, sauces. So any sauce that you get from the store, measure that ahead of time. Cause you're, you're gonna have one or two, maybe three uh, salad dressings in the fridge. You're gonna have some sauces in the fridge, measure that. See what a serving is, see what it looks like to have a tablespoon and how many calories that is. So you know, to be honest, I, I could easily douse a salad with some dressing. And if the calories are not in the best shape as far as the label is concerned, uh, I'm gonna be in a real quick position to add on 400 calories just like that. 400 calories is very easy to add on to your um, caloric daily intake just based on sauce. So measuring your sauce ahead of time, measuring um, the, the, the pecans, the, the, the almonds, the nuts that you're having, measuring the, uh, the pork rinds, that's gonna be really important. Something that is fat-based, something that is um, you know higher in um, carbohydrates, you wanna measure those. It's not, this isn't so much a conversation about macros, it's really a stronger conversation about your calorie intake. And measuring for success is gonna be key. So, I mean, you've got 2,000 calories. You have three big meals, 500 calories. Think about the meals that I've shared on Instagram. I mean, some of those are in the 350s, sometimes 400s, and that's a lot. Well, imagine a big meal, you're full, 500 calories. You can have 2,000 a day. You have three big meals, and then you have 500 calorie snacks. You have two 200 cal uh, two 200 calorie snacks, and then one 100. It's a numbers game, and you're going to be successful. And you know, there's a guy on Instagram that I'm very kind of like he really simplified it to. And his name is Jay's Crushing It. I mean, this guy's killing it. I, I think between the time he started his Instagram till now, um, which is probably about six months, it's probably maybe been a year. This guy's got over 110,000 followers. And, you know, the indication of why he's got so many is simply because he's made his journey very simplistic and he's included items and foods that are not drastic. He's like, listen, I, I knew my caloric number on a day-to-day -day basis and, 
you know, this was it, and this is what I stuck to, and this is what I ate, and I didn't restrict myself in the sense of not eating foods that I like, but I had foods that I commonly enjoy, but I just made made sure I was a calorie deficit. I mean, he is gaining a lot of traction because he's making it simplistic with eating stuff that you typically do on a day-to-day basis, but just being at a calorie deficit. This food measurement, food scale, food measuring is a part of that having stuff that you enjoy, but understanding what the calories are, what the impact is, and knowing that if you stay at your calorie deficit or your calorie goal, you're going to lose weight. Hey, if you stick at this amount of calories, you're going to lose one pound a week. That should be relatively on track if you're doing and hitting your caloric goal. Again, like the test, the mental health test, if you lose 14 pounds in a month and all of a sudden your weight doesn't move for 10 day, ten weeks, uh, could you stay the course? This is why it's important is that if you stay at your calorie deficit goal, you're going to lose weight. That's just the fact. That's just your body's ability to, if you burn more than you intake, you're going to lose weight. That's just, it, it's what it's what it's all about. It's not a fad diet. It's not this name and lights. It's not a magic pill. It's just your basic, you spend more, you burn more calories and you take in, you're going to lose weight. So recapping, you know, we've got uh, nuts, we've got pork rinds, we've got sauces. Um, big thing to measure is oats. If you're including that in your journey and rice, oats and rice, take a look at what a serving looks like when it comes to rice. Take a look at what a serving looks like when it comes to oats. I stay, I stuck, I stuck away. I stayed away from um, starches for the beginning of my journey and for a good portion of my journey. Uh, it's I don't stay away from them now just because of the regimen, the the lifting regimen and the bodybuilding and stuff like that. But I don't stick away from starches as much. But I know that I started my journey avoiding, if not having any starches whatsoever. So it's important if you're going to incorporate starches like rice. Um, you know, measuring it. If you're going to incorporate oats, measuring it, having a measurement and understanding the calories and having a visualization of it may help. I mean, here's a great idea. Grab a photo book, take a picture of what one serving looks like, what two, what three, put it in a photo book, put it in your kitchen. That way you can go and quickly reference that picture and do it that way. Instead of having to measure, pull out the food scale, go through that long process, pull out your photo book. Look through that bad boy, see what a common serving looks like for what you typically enjoy. It's just photos and, and that's it. Take the photos with your uh, camera, go over to Walmart and print a mass amount of them. Uh, use it as a project to throw it in this big photo book and then label them at the very end. I mean, you can do it however you'd like as long as you're able to measure and understand what servings look like and what uh, a common intake of an amount looks like when it comes to what you're eating. Because again, your success is going to come from your consistency, meeting your goal, your caloric goal, whatever that goal is to lose weight, meeting that and not shortchanging it and uh, making sure that you understand what is in what you're eating and where it's coming from and where the calories are coming from. So Hoping this helped, uh, hoping this encourages you to um, take some measurements, use, utilize the food scale, uh, use it to your benefit and uh, see how it uh, can help your journey and uh, taking care of yourself. So thank you for tuning into this particular podcast episode. Uh, I want to thank you all the uh, thank to all the monthly supporters. I appreciate your support on a monthly basis. And thank you again for tuning into this podcast. Take care.